0: Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature,
1: Superman! Superman.
0: Superman. Look the sky. Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, And who, disguised as Clark Kent, star reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice. As the Clara M, last of the old clipper ships, moves slowly through a heavy wall of fog, thrilling adventures are taking place aboard her. Quite by accident, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen have discovered that a piece of oil silk, which had been concealed in a secret compartment, is actually a treasure map. But just as they made this discovery, Pete Barnaby, peg-legged captain of the Clara M, entered their cabin and demanded the map. Kent, not wishing to reveal his Superman identity at that moment, handed it over without a word, with the result that Jimmy thought him a coward. As our last episode ended, Kent, Jimmy, and Pug Flanagan, the young stowaway aboard the Clara M, lay in irons in the brig, deep in the hold of the ship. It is now a few hours later. Jimmy and Pug, arms and legs manacled, are dozing off. While Kent, wide awake, is figuring out the best course to follow. Listen wonder if he hadn't let that oil lamp burning, I could change into Superman without any trouble. I'm afraid to take a chance, even with Pug and Jimmy dozing. The
2: sound of one of these chains breaking might wake them up. I wonder if I ought to try it. Wouldn't do any harm, I suppose. If they do wake up, I can tell them I was trying to break the chains. And I will try it. Now then, let's see if these manacles that bind Clark Kent will yield to Superman. I'll just expand the muscle of my right arm.
3: Oh, hey, hey, hey. Did I hear something? Why, 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 no. I heard something that sounded like a chain snapping. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me.
0: Well, both of you were dreaming, I guess. You were both dozing off, you
3: know. Yeah, I was kind of dozing, but I wasn't asleep. I tell you, I heard something.
0: Well, you probably heard nothing more than the sound of my chains as I shifted my position.
2: I was getting sort of cramped, and
0: I moved around a bit.
3: Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah.
0: Why don't you two try to go to sleep again?
2: Nah,
3: I ain't tired. Me neither. Besides, it's hard trying to do any sleeping without that there lamp shining in my eyes. What did that old Wallace Barnaby have to go and leave it burning for?
2: Well, that's what I'd like to know.
3: The light from that lamp disturbing you too, Mr. Kent? Well, you might put it that way, Jim. Too bad one of us can't reach it and put it out. Decidedly too bad. If that light was out, I could get some shut-eye, maybe.
1: If the light
0: was out, I could do a lot of things.
3: Yeah, but the light ain't out. Well, so you keep l- quiet about that light the light was out, I could sleep better. But the light isn't out, so I can't Okay, pal, okay, don't get sore. Oh, forget it. Mr. Kent, hmm? what do you think is happening up on deck? Well,
0: Jim, I guess there's no doubt that Barnaby has set his course for the Indian Ocean. The map on that piece of oil silk marked the Treasure Island as being just south of Sumatra.
3: Well, when I think I was using that piece of oil silk to wrap up food I stole so I could keep it fresh. Boy, didn't you ever look at it? Nah, I was laying on the floor of that secret compartment where I was hiding. And I just... Hey that light. Oh, you and that light. What about it now?
2: It's flickering. The oil lamp is starting to flicker.
3: That means it's going out, don't it?
2: Yes, that means it's going out. The oil is all used up.
3: All right, it's going out. So what? There it goes. See? It's out. Fine. I hope that's the end of that. Hey, ain't that swell? It's pitch black in here. The light ain't shining in my eyes no more. I can get some shut-eye now. And you're gonna get as sick of the darkness as you did of that light. Oh, now I'm starting to talk about it.
0: Now to make use of the darkness.
3: Did you say something, Mr. Kent? Yes. Uh, I said I I thought there was someone in here with us. Someone in this dungeon with us? Well,
1: there wasn't anyone
3: in here when the light went out.
2: But there is someone here now, Jim.
3: <laughs> Superman.
1: Don't
0: be silly, Jim.
3: Who is it? Who's in here?
2: Jim's right. Superman. I've come to help you, all of you.
3: Superman? Is that the guy no, that... No time for
2: talk, Pug. You can talk later. Now listen to me. This is what I want to do. You two boys are going to stay down here for a while.
0: Yes, but... sir. Oh, wait a minute. What about me, Superman?
2: You, Mr. Kent, are going to come with me. I may need you. Now, here, let me get you out of those irons.
3: Boy, listen to that guy bust those chains. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. bust on. No, you... No,
2: not now. I must work fast. If you're all set, Mr. Kent, come along with me.
3: Yes, sir. I'm all set. Well, if you never believed in Superman before, Mr. Kent, you better stop believing in him now.
2: All right, you boys... You'll stay here till I accomplish what I've come for. I'll return or send someone to release you. All right, Kent. Let's go.
3: That door is locked, mister, and it's a heavy door made of oak. Hey, do you think One you're going to... One
2: stroke with my fist against the lock. <laughs> hey,
3: Jim, you hear that? He's done it.
2: And now, Mr. Kent, after you.
3: You see, Pug, I told you it was Superman. I told you he
2: was... <laughs> it worked. My trick of talking to myself in two voices worked perfectly. Oh, thank heaven I was able to assume my guise of Superman without revealing my identity to the boys. And now, now to settle matters with Keith Barnaby. And I believe I know where I'll find him. Fifty percent, Fifty percent, Hey, hey, you're
0: caught.
1: Like that gab I say, Limey. you want to talk, Barnaby, you are. We're
0: going to have our say, and you know no one else will stop us. So help me. Yeah.
1: You've always been a troublemaker aboard this ship, blimey. A troublemaker? Me? I leave it to the lads.
0: Lads, I asked
1: you, did I start this squabble? Was it me what
0: started this argument about how the treasure will be split? Now, Barnaby, it was you what started it. When you got us to sign on this here blooming ship, you told us that when the treasure was found, we'd all share and share alike. Now you try to tell us you never said no such thing.
1: Eh? I did not. No, you did not. Before you signed on, I told you plain. 50% for me, I said, and 50% to be shared among the rest of you. You said no such thing! We'll not argue about what I said or didn't say. I'm telling you now, it's 50% for me, and 50% to be shared among the rest of you. And that's the way it'll be, whether you like it or not.
2: And what if I don't like it? It's Superman. Superman? Evening, gentlemen fighting about the disposal of the treasure even before you've got it? A devil That's take an me! An excellent suggestion, Barnaby. Doubtless the devil would know what to do with you. But I'm afraid old Nick will have to wait at least until the authorities in Metropolis get done with you.
1: Oh, you look here to me. You may look plenty good in that blue suit and red cape of your but I've dealt with your kind of... awe oh, if you and think I... that knife will do you any good... Keep your distance! I can hit a matchbox at 20 paces with this knife. Take another step forward... All right. You are. All right. He's it. Look out. Look the,
0: Look. the knife is this captain bounced off. He ain't hurt. He ain't.
1: Jump him, you men. Jump him. Let him have it. I, what are you standing there for? Jump him, I say.
0: You jump him first, Captain. We'll jump him second. Yeah,
1: right. Your well, crew have dealt with me
2: before, Mr. Barnaby. I'm afraid they're not anxious to deal with me again. Now then, gentlemen, this is how things will be done from now on. Captain Barnaby here will be placed in irons at once. Boy, Quiet! You know. My good friend Clark Kent will be master of this ship until she reaches Metropolis. You there, Scotty. Hey,
1: hi, sir.
2: You'll be first mate. You're about the only one I can trust.
1: You can put your faith in me,
2: sir. Good. Your first job will be to take Barnaby below and put him in iron. After that, you're to release the two boys, Jimmy and Pug. Then turn this ship around and head back for Metropolis. All right, sir. Mr. Kent will be here to give any orders that may be Captain necessary. Captain Barnaby here. I've got to see him. What, what do you the... want?
0: Why, I, I. Heaven, help me, what's going on here? Never mind that.
2: You're the radio operator, aren't you? What's the matter?
0: Uh, a call of distress, sir. The tanker made of the mist. Bound for Cardiff. She rammed another vessel in the fog. What? They're both sinking about 20 miles southeast of here. Both ships going down
2: fast, sir. Scotty,
1: you'll change your course and head for those sinking ships. Aye, I, I shall. All right. On deck, you man, and follow
2: me. Well, I guess I'd better get up on deck, too. is just as bad as it was. Clara M. is too slow to reach those sinking ships in time. I'll have to go to the raid myself. Nothing to worry about here, not with Barnaby safe in irons. This is a job that will require the strength of Superman. So
1: up,
0: up, and away!
1: Uh, put me in irons, would they? from my hands and legs, eh? Well, I'll show them. My chance will come, and then maybe they'll realize they can't do this to old T. Barnaby. Why, by the seventh season... Huh? What's that? Who's oh, that? Who oh, is it? Quiet, Barnaby, quiet. quiet. Oh, it's you, Lamy. What do you want? What have you come here for, T.J.? Gloat over me. Oh, you wrong me,
0: Mr. Barnaby. Boy has nothing but respect and admiration for the likes of you, sir. You know I wouldn't do nothing like gloating over you, sir.
1: What have you come here
2: for, then?
0: Well, to have a little talk with you, as you might say. I thought maybe if I was to help Uh, you, sir... Help
1: me? Help me? Escape, you mean? I?
0: I thought if I was to do that, you might, uh... Well, you might be willing to split that there treasure 50-50. You catch my meaning, don't you? You don't lose nothing, and,
2: and I don't lose nothing. Oh,
1: I agree. What have you got up your sleeve, Limey? I've got
2: a boat,
0: all ready to be lowered away. I've stowed food and water aboard her, enough for five days. There is here's my plan. I'll set you free. Together, we open the seacocks of this here tub. She'll sink fast. We get to the way in the open boat and take the treasure map with us, eh?
1: We'll have to get the map first. Kent's got
0: it. We'll, we'll get it. Then we'll row to the mainland. With the map in our ends, we'll take the ship for Sumatra... And after that, there's a hundred ways of getting to that
1: treasure
2: oil. Well, Captain, what do you say, eh?
1: Well, I say, nice work, Limey. You're a man after my own heart. And I see that you don't lose nothing by it. Oh, don't you bother. I'll see to that. Eh? Huh? Oh. Right. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on, hop to it. Get these irons off me. Hurry. All right, now. All right
0: but there's no all hurry. All right. Let's take our time, I says, and do a thorough job. Aye, a very, very thorough job. What will happen now? With Superman gone to aid the sinking tankers, nothing can stand in the way of Limey and Teak Barnaby. Be sure to hear the next exciting episode of our story with Superman. Tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Superman!